Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Divas Dish. I am Cherie Taylor along with... Elise Riley. And we are talking Katie Crypto and we're actually going to go off topic as we usually do at the end. Normally we do it at the beginning. Let's talk about American Idol. Everybody had this whole thing when Simon Cowell was there and he was going to say something rude and they just knew he was going to say something rude. Now, Katy Perry, what, how many seasons later, 28 seasons later, it feels like maybe what, 25 seasons later, it's been a while. How about Katy Perry the other night sticking her foot in her mouth? You know what I'm talking about, Elise? Oh, absolutely. I, this, haven't watched American Idol probably since Carrie Underwood. but <laughs> Which was, was 18 scrolling. years ago, by the way, 18 exactly. years ago, we had that story up and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I feel old. Yeah. I know, me too. I remember vividly, you know. I, she won the year that I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was weird. And I remember like sitting at my house the other day and I was scrolling through Instagram, you know, when you scroll through your reels and a reel for this redheaded girl came up and I had no idea what she was talking about at first. And then I realized this is the girl that Katie stuck her foot in her mouth talking about. Mm-hmm. And is this is the little girl. Finally, her episode aired and she was able to make a reel to tell people, you know, her side of the story. And it was heartbreaking because as a mom, you relate to this girl. Here's the thing. I mean, she was just trying to take it all in stride. And Katy Perry, I think when she did the whole heart, because, you know, when we hear that people have a lot of kids, we're both like, whoa, you know, we know what it's like to have one. We know what it's like later to have two. But, you know, her having three under the age of 25, that's crazy in some people's mind, especially when you're dealing with mommy brain. But I think Katy took it one step further by, you know, she grabbed her heart, which I thought was a moment. And then the girl said, now, if Katie lays out across that table, I'm going to die. And then what did Katie say next? She literally looked at this poor girl and said, honey, you've been laying on the table a little too much, I think. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I would have come back because you know me and I know you are a smart ass too. It would, have been, it would have been like, oh no, honey, it's not just the table. It's every piece of furniture in the house and this, that, and the other. But this girl, very shy, very sweet, very bubbly. And she, I don't think she had that tough exterior to come back guns a blazing. And she was a little shocked and taken aback by it. And I think Katie, when she said that, I think Lionel and Luke were both like, ooh, I can't believe she went there because they're both men. And they're like, I am not getting in the middle of this. I'm just going to change the subject and we're going to keep going on. And my main problem that I have with this, I mean, she shouldn't have said it, but my main problem is, is that 
she said it before the little girl had time to sing. So then the little girl sings. I would at that point be, I mean, just fighting tears. Like I, I don't handle stuff like that well. So of course that probably shook her. And, you know, that sort of thing. Then when it came down to the judges saying, oh, yes, no, whatever. Yeah, you get to go. So Luke Bryan was super excited. He's like, I think you're fun. You're cool. I love your energy. I say yes. Lionel Richie looks at her and says, "Mm, I just I don't think you want it enough. You didn't convince me that this is your dream. And he asked her if that was her dream. And she said, to be honest, I I still can't really form words because she's still so taken aback and so embarrassed on national television by Katy Perry and her comments that she couldn't even focus. She didn't couldn't think of what to say. So then Katy Perry looks at her. So Lionel Richie says no. Katy Perry then looks at her and goes, you just remind me of a cartoon character come to life. She's like, I'm not sure if this is your dream or not, but if you, you know, you need to figure it out because there's lots of dreams waiting outside that door. I, I guess I'll just send you through. We'll see what happens. Was her answer. Sure, I guess. Well, here's the thing. I think Katy Perry had the best intentions. It came off wrong. She was trying to be tough on her to show her since it is a tough business. You're going to have people coming at you. But one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. It kind of snowballed from there because she was trying to make a joke. If she had just done the heart grab and left it at that or shut her mouth and not said, I think you've been laying on the table a little too much. I love Katy Perry, but read the room. That girl was not going to laugh about it because she is like this bubbly little quiet person. She hasn't come out of her shell. And she said that she didn't know if you watch the whole uh, segment, because we have it up on the station website. If you watch the whole segment that um, she said she doesn't know if this is her dream because she's had people say, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. So she got the guts. She found the guts within her to go in audition. She, hey, here's the thing. She's got more guts that they were giving her credit for because she stood up there through all that, sucked it down, you know, just swallowed it. And then they asked her to do one song. She first did Amy Winehouse. And then um, they said that she didn't, Katie was coaching her through it going, come on, you need more. I need more from you. I need more from you. But she said, okay, what were you originally going to do? And she was originally going to do Benny and the Jets, which she nailed. And so she went back and they let her do Benny and the Jets, which I thought was wonderful because you saw Mm -hmm. more from her. Katie was trying to coach her. But at that point, it's kind of like when somebody has ticked you off, you're not going to hear anything that they say, any dang thing that they say. I'm like that because I get to a certain point, I shut down and I throw up my guard and whatever you say, you could be giving me pearls of wisdom that could get me through the rest of my life. I don't care at that point. No, and I think that's what it was for her. I think she was just so focused on getting off camera, probably to cry, because let's be real, that would be me. I I think she was just so focused at getting off camera that she she was done at that point. She's like, eh, maybe this isn't my dream. I don't really want to deal with people putting down my family, putting down, you know, my choices. Maybe it's not my dream. Yeah. They actually haven't said if she's gonna continue or not. I I'll be interested to see if she decides whether or not she is gonna take them up on their offer for Hollywood or not. I think she will. And I think she'll come out stronger and wiser from it. And she might surprise them. She might surprise them because I remember Simon making a comment because this was Kelly Pickler was the year after Carrie Underwood, correct? Because I think that's about right. Because I remember Simon making a comment halfway through the season saying, I actually would have picked her over last season's winner. Talking about Kelly Pickler. Yeah. So I mean, Simon was the king. You hear a lot of that. You have to get 
tough and you have to, you know, you have to form a thick skin right there while she's up there auditioning. It's one thing. And, you know, American Idol used to be the worst and they've gotten better about putting bad singers up there just to have that mix because people want to see bad singers, especially with the ones with the big attitudes like I've got this. I've got my whole entourage and they come in there. And they're so bad, but they've gotten better about not showing those. But I still think they wanted to cause some kind of controversy or whatever. But Katie, read the room. That was not the time. That was not the place. And she was not the one. No, definitely not. And the good thing that has come from it is she's gained a ton of followers on her pages. And she actually, she genuinely seems like a really sweet person. She seems like a great mom. And she's putting out really good advice to people Mm -hmm. through all of the videos that she's made since this has happened. Her videos were getting like 12,000 views and likes and things like that before this. She has one right now. Her latest video is 1.8 million. Let me play devil's advocate. What if this is part of her shtick? She would be doing a good job. I would Mm -hmm. say it'd be genius if she turns out, you know, at the end to turn into a total Mariah Carey type diva. I would applaud her because you know what? She played the game. I mean, she, she's so good. She could be on Survivor. Absolutely. She probably will be. I know, right? Move over all Susan and Richard from the originals cast of Survivor, which were two of the cruelest, meanest people on there. But yeah, so um, we'll see how that shakes out and we will follow to see how she does. And I guarantee you the producers of American I are like, Katie, you got to kind of pull that back. Usually Luke Bryan sticks his foot in his mouth, but she did that time. And this is from somebody that says, you know, when people say, well, why didn't you have more children to me? I'm like, I figured out what caused it. You know, sometimes I've said in, but I always say it jokingly or around somebody that I know that has a, you know, a bunch of kids or whatever, because I know they would take it in stride, but she didn't know this girl. So that'd be one thing if she said it to somebody that she knew, but this was somebody that obviously did not have that look, that feel, that vibe. And when she said that, that girl was taken aback. There's somebody, you read the room, you could tell if somebody was going to laugh because there's been times I've said, you might want to figure out what causes that, especially if they have 10 kids or something like that, you know, but this sweet little girl, she didn't deserve that. No, I love Katy Perry, but she didn't deserve that. No, agreed. So it'll be fun to watch and fun to see where she ends up going because she's great. She's very talented. So, I mean, she could go far. My money is on. This has all been an act. That would be really, really fun. That would be a good twist. That would be genius. That's like me. You know what I always used to say? I mean, he's gone now, but Rush Limbaugh used to say he was the world's most secret liberal and he just liked stirring people up. Oh, man. Be a spoiler alert. Wouldn't that be something? She's like like Mariah Carey in training. She's like, I knew. I just played it and I used it. Hey, even bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. All right, let's move on to something about bad publicity and some things that you need to do. Even when we post stuff on the station that either on the station website or our social media, we do have to make it clear. When we post something on the station website, on our social media, or if we do something on air, we have to make it clear that we are being paid as endorsers. There's some celebrities that forgot this when it came to cryptocurrency. Jake Paul, Lindsay Lohan, quite a few other celebrities have been popped by the SEC because they did not reveal that they were getting endorsed by certain companies to get people involved with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin situations where they're investing. So what do you think about this? I mean, they should have. We know that's part of our job that we're supposed to say if we are paid to endorse a product. They did not uh, reveal that they were paid to endorse a product. 
and they got popped for it. Big fines. Probably because they didn't understand what was happening. They didn't understand what they were actually endorsing. Mm -hmm. And they probably didn't even know that it was a product. Let's be real, because <laughs> I still don't really even know what it is either. You know, I'm like that too. I'm like, you know, I, I know some people that deal with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and I just nod my head. And when they try to explain what it is, I get this glazed look in my eyes. I'm like, mm -hmm, sure, yeah. But I don't quite understand what it is because if you go into some gas stations, you can exchange out cash in like an ATM machine for Bitcoin. I don't understand it because like by the end of the day, you could have 5 million Bitcoin and then by the end of the next hour, you're going to have nothing. And I, I don't understand it. So maybe someone didn't explain it to them. So maybe that's why they didn't understand it at all. Probably. I mean, they, most of them, I will say, that have been charged, they've paid about $400,000 in penalties so far. Um, I mean, that's chump change considering Kim Kardashian had to pay $1.26 for yep. doing the exact same thing. And most of them have already paid their fines. They probably were like, oh, like, here, just take it. It's fine. I didn't realize. Yeah, no big deal. So I still, maybe if someone could explain what cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is without the two of us glazing over when they say it, you can go into a gas station and buy it. I noticed that one time I stopped into a gas station. It's like, buy your Bitcoin here. I think I even saw it in a CVS or a Walgreens at one of their ATM like machines. I'm like, that's just so weird to me. I mean, that seems super shady like that. It just seems it seems fake. Like that seems just really weird. And you will not catch me doing that. I value my dollar way too much. You can get your Red Bull. You can get your little Debbie cakes. You can get your crusty chicken and you can get your Bitcoin all in the same place. <laughs> That's See, a commercial. That tells me, that tells me the value is not good. Exactly. Why don't we get one of our lesser salespeople on that right now? Because next thing you know, they're going to pull us into a meeting and say, hey, you want to talk about cryptocurrency? I'll be like, I don't know what that is. No, I really don't. This will show you that I'm bad at math, but I do need to understand why $3 becomes $5 billion in cryptocurrency. Or less when it crashes, apparently. Apparently it too can crash like the stock market or something. That's I, another I thing. I want to figure out with cryptocurrency, can like you cash it out? Like you put it in there, it hits 5 billion. You're like, okay, I'm going to cash it out. What are you going to cash it out for? What, are you cashing it out for actual cash? How well, does that then you hear people, You hear people say, oh, I'm mining for Bitcoin. Um, what? Is it a game? Is it like a Nintendo? Like, can I get it for the Switch? <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> is then that like the new Candy Crush? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, is this a Facebook game that I'm not familiar with? See, it just sounds fake to me. And it probably sounded fake to these celebrities. Oh, yeah. Fake, 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 fake. They just thought they were reading a script for an audition. That's what it was. They just thought they were reading sides and this big check showed up and that big check got cut by $400,000. Yeah, apparently, because that's the fee for when you mistakenly don't say you're getting paid for something. Yeah. All right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk experts expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk about something that we are giving away for our listeners. Concert tickets. Concerts galore. We are recording this on Thursday. It's airing on Friday. So we are, by the time this airs, less than one week away from Hotel California 2023 being in Columbia at the Colonial Life Arena. I'm so excited about this one. They're playing the whole album and then a set of their greatest hits, you know, because the Eagles have just just a couple of hits people know. I cannot wait. I last time they were close, they were in Greenville and I gave my tickets to my mother-in-law and her brother because yeah. that was something that they had really wanted to do together. They love going to shows together and those tickets are not cheap. I mean, they're not Taylor Swift, exp- you know, bad, but I mean, they're a couple hundred dollars a piece and I gave them to them. They had a wonderful time, said it was one of the best shows they have ever been to. Yeah, I saw all the Eagles when they were in Death Valley. I did not buy a ticket. But they were in Death Valley back when I was in college. My sister and her friends bought tickets and went to the show. Jennifer lived, I think this was during summer school or it was right after summer school. Jennifer used to live in these shoeboxes, which are the shoebox dorms that look over the hill before they run down. You know, there's those smaller um, dorms. So we sat outside on the hill looking into Death Valley, watching the whole show. We heard the whole show because the speakers were right there. We heard the whole show. We watched the whole show and we watched the Eagles for free back in the day. That's what I always feel like doing when people come to Simpsonville. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like you can just go right there to somebody's yard and just chill and mm-hmm. listen to all these really good concerts. I feel like that's what people in those neighborhoods do. I would think so. I would think so. Just sit on the lawn because you can hear it. I mean, some of it you can't see, but that's okay. But some of it you can see if you're at the right angle. So yeah, the, I got to see the Eagles that way. And then a few years later in Charlotte, I saw Don Henley by himself and he was amazing. I love Don Henley. That's my favorite of the Eagles. But yeah, I'm excited about going to the show in Columbia and seeing all them obviously that are still with us and i'm excited about that tour so yeah one of those i cannot wait so i'll be very tired next friday morning because i'm going to go see the eagles but also you can tune in to us on the odyssey app and listen on our website every hour that you're listening cumulatively gets you another entry to see pink in charlotte yep that one's coming in november she is on my bucket list i have never seen pink i want to i feel like it's a full experience. And I'm really excited that she is coming to Charlotte this time around because originally she announced a smaller tour for this summer and Charlotte was not on the list. And I was really upset. And then she announced her big tour and then she is coming in November. We should trust fall into her arms. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So that one and also one I've been waiting for for three years. The man that you denied entry into our station. He should not ring the bell so aggressively next time. (laughs) And by the way, sir, I'm taller than you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was coming, Rob Thomas. Cool your pits. I'm coming. Like, he didn't need to ring the bell so aggressively. Ding, 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 ding. You're like, who is it? You've got to, for the people that have not heard that old podcast, I still crack up. The fact that I love Matchbox 20. I love Rob Thomas. You know, he used to actually, when he was younger, lived in Columbia. Um, one of his family was in the military. So he has that connection to South Carolina. So he came into the station for an interview. You were w- working the front desk that day. Da-ding, 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 da-ding. I'll let you pick it up from here. It was awful. The front, that's one thing I don't miss about working the front desk is the awful buzzer because there's it's blocked by a wall. So you can't see who's out there. You can just hear the buzzer going off or 
repeatedly and people don't give you time. That's why I hate ringing a bell at a counter because I have PTSD from the buzzer downstairs. Well, that's what happened the morning that Rob Thomas, he was performing at the Peace Center that night. He came in to do an interview and apparently wanted to come in the front door. And I denied him entry for an extra 30 seconds, apparently. (laughs) And he took to the bell and just rang it repeatedly. So I was real ill. Finally let him in. Comes around the corner and I'm like, oh, (laughs) sir, I'm sorry. He had to introduce himself. He was like, hi, I'm Rob Thomas. (laughs) Yes, sir. I know. I'm so sorry that I cursed your name before you came in here. I wasn't aware. Well, anyway, they did not want to put out a um, COVID record like a lot of uh, artists did. So what they did is they waited and then they recorded. And I do know some of the places they've recorded. I can't say that out loud, but I got a little um, backhand knowledge of where they recorded and it was local to us. We'll tell you about that more as the uh, concert comes closer once I confirm all that, because I'm going to go take a little road trip and uh, do a little interview about that. So anyway, they've got the album out and they are on tour and they are coming to the PNC Music Pavilion. I've had the tickets since 2020, then the world shut down. So I held on to my tickets. My four tickets are going to be good July 11th. And we also have access on the station website. You go there to our concerts and events and get registered for your own pair of tickets to see Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20. So I'm excited about that one so much. I love, I love Matchbox 20. They were the concert that I saw when I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever felt her kick was at a Matchbox 20 concert when they love were with it. the Goo Dolls. And so it always warms my heart to get to see them in concert. I'm so excited about their new album. First one in a 11 years. So really excited about that. Can't wait to see them in July. So excited. Are you coming and going with me or am I going to have to use my three tickets on other people? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't know that I still have mine. I had some, but I really don't know where they are. Ella probably plays with them. (laughs) Mine are actually where, um, actually I need to double check too, because mine were where I kept my passport. And remember it took us forever for me to find my passport for my birthday cruise because you guys were going to leave without me. Exactly. Yeah. We we should look for those before July the 11th so that Wait, we know whether or not we got to start asking for new ones. Yeah, exactly. Because I, you know, I made a comment to our promotions guy that, hey, I still have my tickets. And he goes, yeah, they're still good. I'm like, yes, that's why I mentioned them. Thank you very much. I was just letting you know that, hey, I still have my tickets. Okay. I'm not asking for any. Thank you. <laughs> So I either can reply with regards or our typical reply in our text least lately, three fingers up and you know which three fingers those are. Yeah, it's been at the top of my emoji list for about three weeks now. Yeah, that one's right next to prayer hands. And I'm so afraid that I'm going to slip and send that one to somebody that needs prayer hands instead. I'm just waiting for it, thinking of you and then big old middle finger. Mine's right next to the flames. Okay, let's let's look right now. What are your top emojis? Let's see. What are your top four emojis? Mine are the eye roll, the middle finger, the flames, and the I'm slightly in pain kind of sideways grimace. Okay. They're very fitting. Mine is the laughy cry face because um, I usually laugh to keep from crying most days. Yeah. Shrug, the eye roll, the face palm, middle finger, and then for some reason, (laughs) a you, a duck, a cat, and a salad. I also have some random outliers. Um, I have a printer, a chocolate chip cookie, a pile of money, and a fingers crossed. 
So, you know, I don't know where those came from. I think my I'm, I'm pretty sure the duck and the sheep, because you know how your phone overcorrects you when you go to type certain words? Oh, yeah. So I think I did the duck and the sheep. A sheep is also known as a you. Oh, yeah. So duck, sheep, duck, sheep from now on to everybody. Duck, sheep. If you make me mad, duck, sheep. Exactly. We're going to start sending emojis. People will be like, oh, they're getting in the mood for Easter. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Duck sheep, my friend, duck sheep. That's actually what we're going to call the podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Divas Dish podcast. I am Cherie Taylor. Elise Riley, always good working with you. And we've got so much more coming your way. And of course, if you are listening to us on the radio, you can find us beginning March 28th at 9 a.m. at Magic 106.3. That's where we'll be. That's where we'll be. That's where you can find us. And you can forward the email to Odyssey. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Anyway, you can find us where wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, especially inside of the Odyssey app. An Odyssey station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 